State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment, your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded All in your mind, yeah, now deep-throated This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded The disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated And they know it, we speak the truth so they quote it Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast It's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing It ain't no stopping And once the beat drops in By then, the system is so corrupt They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us it's GB don't get it twisted, on code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all, ghetto boys in the house. Back with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world. In the studio, Brian Angel, yep, my yep. dog. 
What's up, brother. homie? Man, not much, man. God is good. Man, hey, nah, man, I need to applaud finally, you, brother. I need to applaud you. <laughs> Sit down with you, man, and chop it up. It's been a minute, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. a minute. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, let's 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 jump right into it, man. I know yes, you've sir. been working on this album the whole troop. You know what? I was, I just put it actually on pause? No, just don't say you no, put no, it on no, pause. no, 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 no. I ain't put it on pause. I changed the name. Oh, you changed the name? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. That was so dope, though. Yeah. That's a dope name. You know what, what man? I might, I'm, I might bring it back, man. On, on, on the next one, man. Um, uh, I changed it to uh, I am Brian Angel. You know what I'm saying? Just for like branding purposes. You know what I'm saying? Because like everybody's so like caught up in you know me being a part of the group. I guess this is kind of a way for me to like kind of reintroduce myself to everybody into the world, like as I am Brian Angel instead of like you know that guy from. Day twenty six, but the whole <laughs> the whole truth. That's cool, but the whole truth sounds scandalous. You know what, man? Honestly, that sound like some man. And we tell me he talking about the whole truth. Let me see what he talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like honestly, man. Like I, I had some stuff on the project that was the whole truth. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I had to kind of dial it back, man, because you know, um, my um, my uh, my feelings. You had changed, okay. <laughs> if I say yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, different relationships that I never thought that I would I would mend or even uh, think about, like, being, um, even fixing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, through prayer, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, they were fixed, you know? Uh, nothing's perfect, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, they're fixed. So what's up with Willie, Michael, Quantel, and and, 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 and uh, 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 Robert? Uh, Robert. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Ah, man, ah, uh, nothing, man. You know, we're just uh, you know, we're doing like uh, spot dates here and there, uh, gearing up to go on tour later this year. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm supposed to. I, I wasn't sure. I don't know if I'm. I ain't supposed to talk about that right now. But yeah, we're getting ready to go on tour later on this okay. year. I can say that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, you know everybody's good. You know who are y'all going out on tour with? That I can't tell you. <laughs> okay. I got, you. I got. You. It, and also that type of stuff change anyway. You know, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, definitely, know? definitely. Yeah. So, man, let's go all the way back. Let, let's let's get to your roots. Yes, H -town, sir. H Town, baby. H Town, native H Town. Yes, sir. You know, and what neighborhood? Acres Home. Acres Home, the four folks. Yes, Shout sir. out to the four folks. Acres Already. Homes. <laughs> now. Acres Homes is is a is a progressive neighborhood. It's, it has a lot of people that are that are rooted in education, but also it, it, the fofo got a grimy side yeah, of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so, how does a young Brian Angel find his place in Acres Homes? You know, how do you get your footing Man. out there and decide that this is the route that I'm going to take? Man, it was like. Honestly, like, I can remember, like, me trying to be out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I mean, everybody got their stories. You know what I'm saying? I did this. I did that. I did that. And, like, you know, at one point I was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And, like, but honestly, like, everybody would, like, tell me, bro, you don't belong out here, man. Like, go home. Like, go do some music. You know what I'm saying? Go go do something positive with yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, uh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll pass by my little, my little payphone. You know, that was my lucky payphone right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping a little slide up in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about? you're fooling somebody when they already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, man? 
I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful. Like I never got caught up in anything like too crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm, 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 I'm thankful. And I'm thankful for like everybody that like told me like you don't belong out here, bro. Like there's something better for you. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thankful for that. Who do you think it was that greatest influencer who told you that? Um, man, kept you on the straight and narrow. Man, it was. I mean, honestly, it, it was, was a village. It, it, yeah, yeah. But I had to say, man, uh, my homie uh, uh, Boo, man, may he rest in peace, man. Like he's always telling me, like, bro, man, I see you doing this and doing that. See you traveling the world, and you know what I'm saying, like. For him to like say that and like pretty much prophesied it, you know what I'm saying? Like he told me, man, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that, you're gonna travel the world, you're gonna you're gonna do this, you're gonna make crazy money, you're gonna do this. Like, you don't belong out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, he, you know, he met his un you know, untimely death, you know what I'm saying? But Was he murdered? Yeah. Mm. In in the streets. In the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um for you know, to you know, even thinking about it, like, right now, it's, like, it's kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man was telling me everything that I needed to do. But, like, had he just done that as well? I mean, because he was talented as well, you know? But um, he was really, like, rooting for me to, like, get out. You know, I would, I would like, matter of fact, he paid for studio time for me, like, a couple of times. Wow. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. And you guys were the same age? No, he was a little bit older than me. Right. Yeah, he was a little bit older than me, but. You know, he uh, unfortunately didn't make it, but, you know, I'm thankful for him, you know. Man, isn't it spooky how some people can see the gift in you, see your talent, see your potential, and although they may have potential, they're not willing to watch their own material, watch their own talent materialize, their own gift <laughs> unfold, and how they just become resigned to their own circumstances. You know what? I kind of look at it like he saw it for me, but maybe he couldn't see it for himself. You know, and like I wish, I wish that he had the opportunity to like even like see like a little bit of what I've been blessed to you know be able to do. Like, had he just stayed around like a little bit longer, like for him to like actually see it and witness it, like I would, I would like to think that he would have like left that that part of life alone was you giving him the same energy like man you could do this too man you know you got a lot of talent man you don't yeah to do that. yeah you know definitely i mean but you know i'm at the time i'm a little bro you know what i'm saying i'm not so you think he got the answers yeah right yeah you know what i'm saying okay. like you know he you know he was you know he was big bro i looked up to him you know um again man like i said like it's you know it's it's sad and unfortunate that like he didn't get the opportunity that I felt like he deserved and like, I know like the world would have like loved him. Like he was like a person that people would have gravitated to, you know, he was a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I see you got your little brother in the house, man. So, yeah. Uh, Cooter Brown. You. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I want to go toward family. Like, you know, what was that family dynamic like growing up in your household? Oh man. I was, I was like the, I was like the, how can I say, man? I was the, um, I was kind of like the oddball. Everybody kind of like knew what they were doing. And, you know, I didn't, 
I didn't know if I wanted to play football, if I wanted to be, you know, super thug or, <laughs> or you know, do music or whatever. But um, I, I think, I think the, the older I got, I kind of like started like kind of figuring out like who I wanted to be and what I wanted to be. Um, and and uh, how old are you at this time? Man, I'm about like seventeen, eighteen. That's when I kind of like stepped away from the. I don't want to call it ignorance, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, everybody takes different walks in life to get to who they are. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I would never knock anybody that was in their lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I know some people that that were in their lifestyle, changed their lives, and are, you know, extremely successful now in helping other people, you know? So, um, but uh, uh, I think I was the... I was kind of like the the weird one in the family where everybody was like, "Oh man, you need to quit the dreams, man!" Like I, I'm that that's a that's a pipe dream. It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. But like I had to, I I had to realize that man. Like nobody's gonna see my dream the way that I see my dream. Like God didn't give my dream to you or to the next person. He gave my dream to me. So obviously, not everybody's gonna understand. You know my dream. Or the passion or what I feel for it, you know. And where was you getting that inspiration from? Was it television? Was it a family member? Was it um, something else? Man, I think it was like, well, one, me not wanting to let my mom down, you know. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to continue that, that lifestyle, you know. Um, I know I'm People, people gonna see this and be like, "What, Brian was what?" <laughs> but yeah, um, I didn't want to let my mom down. Um, also, too, man, like I mean, obviously, you know, you you see you see things and you see nice things. You know, you want to go out and get it. You know, the best way you know how. Um, but yet and still, you know, you want to, you know, be, you know, positive. You know, you don't want to be on no no no, no negativity. If, if that makes any sense. Um, um, I think just seeing other artists and, and, and seeing what they were doing, I was like, you know what? I can do that as well. You know? Now, were you in choir like most singers? Yeah. Yeah. I was in, I was in choir, man. I'll never forget. Um, I had a choir teacher, Mr. Douglas, man. Like this dude stepped in as like a dad to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget a man at all day high school, man. Um, Mr. Douglas, man, he was like a father to me, man. Like he really, really like took me under his wing and like he really like kind of kept me out of trouble. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, was, how, what, what kind of student were you? Uh, believe it or not, man, I was like, I was a decent student, man. I made all like straight A's, man. Believe it or not. Yeah. I was like, I was the quiet, I was a quiet, geeky student that like, nobody knew was doing the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why I kind of got away with a lot of things as well. So you made <laughs> A's on your grades and you made E's in conduct. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Yes, sir. The teacher's dream. No, uh, not causing any real problems. Yeah, 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 pretty much. No, that's a teacher's dream. If you're making A's and you're, <laughs> and you're quiet, because a lot of times a student, <laughs> teachers will give a student a passing grade just if they don't cause them any problems, just because they don't cause them problems. Man, I play football too, so that kind of... What position? Quarterback. What? Yes, sir. For Alding? Yes, sir. You Did you start? Yes, sir. I went to Westfield for a year. 
and then transferred to Aldi. I played one game of JV. Balled out. When I say balled out, I mean balled out. My sophomore year, I balled out. My very first game. Um, I got moved up my second game. I rode the bench for a little bit. Quart- starting quarterback got hurt. I stepped in and I made it mine. So you were the varsity I Tom quarterback. Tom Brady Tom Brady them. <laughs> you're the varsity quarterback. <laughs> so you're the varsity quarterback in, in junior high. No. Well, not junior high, but as a junior, you're, you're the varsity quarterback. Sophomore, junior, and senior. Sophomore, junior, and senior. Yes, varsity three, quarterback. Three-year letterman. Yes, sir. People don't understand, man. You know, I, I, I balls, man. I balls. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that was back at the time when they was not really protecting the quarterbacks. Not it's at like, all. Yeah, you None at all. Hit. Yes, sir. Well, and yeah, I'm, how do you feel? I'm not that big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was getting... But, you know, I figured out the, the offense. You know what I'm saying? You know, honestly, to me, if you play the game up here, it's a lot easier to play the game out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I was just playing a game up here. Being a former quarterback, a star quarterback. Nah, come on. How do you feel about Tom Brady? Where does Tom Brady rank in your all-time greats? Uh, I would have to say Tom would rank at number three. And who's two and one, obviously? <laughs> I would say I would say number one is Montana. Okay. Joe Montana, like... Because, I mean, yeah, think about it, man. Whenever Joe was playing, ain't no way in hell, excuse my language, but ain't no way in hell, like, Tom Brady would have been able to play back when they played. Like, when Moon played, back when, back when you know what I'm saying, like, Elway played, like, Tom wouldn't have survived. He wouldn't have survived. And you you know. sure about that? I know for I know. And, and why are you so sure? Because, man, like, the rules... Made the game softer by the time Tom got in. By the time by the time Tom played, think about it. Tom Tom came in when Bledsoe had the little helmet helmet thing, but he was doing so good. Uh uh uh, what's what's the coach name? Uh, uh Bilicek was like, man, keep him in. Yo, Tom wouldn't have survived playing in the era with Joe Montana. Dan Marino, uh, uh, who else? Uh, John Elway, who else was quarterbacking back then? Um, Shit, Warren Moon. Warren Moon, man. Um, even like, like, he don't even get the, like the the recognition that he deserves. Doug Williams, yeah, um, Doug Williams, yeah. But here's the thing, like, and I guess that's subjective because we'll never know if he could have really played in that era because we don't really know how tough Tom Brady really is because he's never had to know that the hit was coming for certain. Like he could sit back in that pocket and he can make accurate throws because he know the hit's not coming. You see, those guys knew the hit was coming. You know, the Montanas, they knew that hit was coming and they still had to deliver that ball. They still had to evade that, that, that tackler. And they still won championships. So, yeah, you know, as a thrower, if you're just going to go strictly on throwing, being accurate. He's one of the best. He's one of the best in that regard. But, again, 
I got to put an asterisk near his name because just for the simple <laughs> fact that he didn't take the hit. Nah, he, he did didn't. not take the hits, man. I don't care what none of y'all out there not say. At all. Not Tom at all. Brady stands. I don't care what none of y'all say. He's just not. He's not that dude to me. Nah. He won the championships, yeah, but he's not that dude to me because he did not take the hits. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking of hits, you had some yourself. <laughs> y'all. I like that segue. Speaking yeah, of man, hits. <laughs> yeah, man, y'all, y'all came out. Well, let me. Y'all came out and debuted. Uh, well, you didn't debut, but you eventually reached number one on yes. with your first album. Yes, sir. And that was what two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, yes, and yes, then two thousand nine. Y'all backed though with your so with your sophomore album. Yes, sir. With a top two hit on Billboard's top two hundred. Yes, sir. And y'all got all the way to number two. We were going that, against Danny That's King. not easy to do. Not at all. But let's back up before. The hits came. Yes, Before the hits came, you guys were competing uh, <laughs> on making the band. Making the band was a huge success. I mean, it was one of those things. I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, stamped in, in your mind like the Chappelle show. At one time, <laughs> you know, like the Chappelle show or like, well, not not in a funny way, but I'm, I'm just saying as far as in a historical way. Yeah. Like uh, in the level of importance and how how popular it was. People were watching Making the Band. And if you was on Making the Band, you was a household name. And you guys all became household names by competing on Making the Band. And when you got the news, was there any point that you thought that (laughs) you wasn't going to make the cut? Um, Because you guys were competing to be in the group Day 26. Was the name of the group already established? I actually okay. came up with the name. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll come back to how you came up with the name. Okay. But, but let, let's get let's get into, you know, the actual competition side of it and how you felt once you realized that you were gonna be in the in the game. Like honestly, like every week I was like, I didn't know what was gonna happen. Like, honestly, like that's like an uncomfortable feeling you know you don't know whether or not you're going you might be going home today you know just according to how puff feel you know puff come in he might he might be in the mood he might send everybody home and bring in 10 more people you know you never know um uh i'm thankful i'm thankful to puff you know what i'm saying like you know people always ask me man what is it like working with him and like honestly i'm thankful you know what i'm saying like he saw something in me to bless me with the opportunity. So I'm thankful for that. So no, I ain't got nothing bad to say about Puff. <laughs> when was the last time you spoke with him? Man, it's been about a year and a half. Yeah. But you know, I mean, he, you know, he, you know, it's the you homie. spoke to him on the phone. You spoke to him in person. Uh, it was over. The, no, it was in person. I think I was, it, it was an event in LA. Right. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's always love, you know, it's, it's nothing ever like negative or anything like that. Cause Honestly, really and truly, like our situation wasn't a negative situation, you know. Um, so yeah, so so let me get this straight. You're not blaming Puffy for any loss of income, no. you know, or anything that you felt like you were you you deserved but you didn't get. You're no, not going to blame Puffy. No on sir. This. No sir. No. How not can you do this? Huh? How can you do that? I mean, because everybody's I'm, blaming Puffy, man. <laughs> You're not going to join the train. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's just be real, man. Like, like this is, you know, it's it's the music business. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I, I mean, let's just be real. Like, it's it's 95 percent 
business and the rest is everything else. If whatever you can fit in that 5%, it's everything else. But, um, I mean, we, I mean, we understood that, that, that first initial contract, it was non-negotiable. You know, it was just, um, how the, how the show was tied into the contract. Um, but take I it was, huh? Yeah. Take it or leave. Yeah. Basically like you either take yeah. it or you don't get the opportunity to go to New York and audition for, for Diddy. We don't care, but it will be somebody in that, in that place. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was kind of almost like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Um, yeah. um, man, how can I say this? I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> um, tell the truth. No, I, I, I mean, okay, I, I tell you the truth. But like, honestly, like he really looked out for us uh, when it came, when it came time to renegotiating our deal for our second album. Like he really, he really like looked out for us. Like, see, let me tell you something, man. And I, and I, I really want a lot of these artists out here to, to hear me. New artists, old artists, everything in between. I think that it's important when people come into the music industry that they understand all the music business, that they understand that it is a business and they understand that greater people before them have had shitty contracts. It's kind of like how it is. I mean, it's just how it is. And you going in before you ever even look at a contract, you already know nine times out of 10, you're probably going to have a shitty contract because everybody's had it. Everybody. I mean, Michael had a shitty contract. Mm -hmm. Prince had it. I mean, these are the two greatest guys in music besides myself. You know what I'm saying? Whoever done it. Amen. You know come what I'm on, saying? Whoever on, done it. Now, come besides on now. Myself. Come on now. Amen. And they <laughs> had a shitty contract. But the way I look at it is that, like, if I, yeah, it would be cool if I would have had a better contract. But at the end of the day, as a man, I still signed the contract. And not only did I sign that contract, sometimes people sign again and again. Now, after all of that is over, at some point, a lot of times guys end up not doing the right thing with their money. And now they ain't got no bread. And now they looking around and they pointing fingers. You, 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 you. I'm not saying... You is right. I'm just saying, when I say you, that person that you feel like wronged you, I'm not saying that that person is right. I'm just saying that you consciously signed the contract. Yeah. They did not put a gun to your head and you saw a benefit in signing that contract and receiving whatever funds that you were receiving at that time. So at that time, it was all good and you were so damn happy. Mm -hmm. And you was just loving everything about it. And then you made money. You may, you may not have made all the money that you wanted to make. I remember Muhammad Ali, the Muhammad Ali and the uh, George Foreman fight. They were supposed to make $5 million or something. And I think Ali said he saw about a million or something. But he ain't never had a million or something before. Something. So <laughs> it's like you take that million <laughs> It's no way possible you're supposed to, you get a million dollars and you're supposed to blow it. No. Anybody no. that gets their hands on a million dollars should be able to turn that million dollars into 10 million and 10 million into 100 and so on and so on and so on. Facts. At the very least, you should never be broke again. 
if you Facts. get a million dollars. Facts. And so I'm just looking at like where is the accountability for the people who have made the money for the money that you did make? Where is the count the accountability for you multiplying your money or at least at the very least sustaining yourself financially? You know what? I say this. And, you know, this is this is something that I tell, like, every up-and-coming artist. Like, every up-and-coming artist, they always ask me, oh, man, like, any advice, you know, you know, any advice? Like, I always tell them, like, for one, like, you know, your dream is your dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't let anybody, like, deter you from your dream. Don't let nobody tell you it can't happen because it's your vision. Obviously, God instilled it in you, and you can see it. If you can see it, I'm a firm believer, if, if you can see it, it's achievable. Like if, if if you can picture it in your mind, if you can picture like I want to go out here and make some fucking fucking boots that fly. If you can envision that, like obviously you can't you can't see that, but I can see it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta apply yourself. So with that being said, you get this deal, you know it's a shitty deal. You know you absolutely know it's a shitty deal, but you work hard, you grind hard. Like that way. When it come back time for that second album, it's time to talk. It's time to talk. It's time to negotiate. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like that's what a lot of artists don't do because artists get content with this show money or I get to get on the gram and I get to stunt and put hold the money to my ear and I get to do this and do that, man. Excuse my language. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Like that money, it don't last forever. It really don't. I mean, especially like if your team not set up properly, like like ours was, like you will you will be out here hurt. You will be out here hurt. And if you ain't got your sanity and or if you ain't got like the 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 bounce back, you will be out here sad, you will be out here lost, and you will be out here hiding from people, not knowing not knowing um, what to do next, if that makes any sense. Like, like you still riding off of, uh, off of. Oh, I had a hit single back in you know 2012, but I don't even want to step out the side at the house right now because I'm not hot right now. I'm not hot. No like you gotta, yo, the little leverage that you had, you gotta figure out a way to 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 capitalize off that like yo man i get out here i, I hustle <laughs> i ain't much gonna lie to you i hustle i hustle i get out here and i hustle like that's the best thing i, I mean that's the best advice I, I, I can give anybody man like yo once you once you start just don't stop just mm -hmm. do not stop at all so you guys five boys from the hood yeah y'all get up to new york you signed this big deal with one of the biggest producers in the game, Puffy. Mm -hmm. You signed the Bad Boy Records. You get back-to-back -back hit albums. You're touring with the, with the likes of Genuine and Brian McKnight, Destiny's Child. You're getting yeah. the money. No, 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 no. All that happened before. Huh? All that happened before. Oh, I was sure. the, that's right. Destiny's Child was right with, when you were signing with Matthew. Yeah. And we got to talk in, about yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about that. Oh, that's right. Matthew. That's right. We got to talk about that. Yeah. But, 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 yeah. 
but you you you've done you 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 did that with the other group. Yeah. Right. And what what was the the name of Mason Road. Mason Mason Road. Mason Road. Yep. Man. <laughs> Man. Okay, we got to talk about Mason Road. But let's 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 finish with uh day 26. Yes, sir. You guys win best R&B male group. Yes, sir. At the BET Awards in 2009, three years later, 2012, you guys break up. What caused the breakup? I need the truth, man. I need the truth. <laughs> I need the truth. Honestly, man, uh, for me, it was, um, I just didn't like how our business was being handled, you know? And um, I wasn't going to stick around for it, you know? I just wasn't. Who was a, messing up the business, man? Huh? Who? I'm, man. Who? We got to know, man. You know the story got to be told. Our team, man. Our team. I say that. I I say that. (laughs) Somebody was in control of that money, man. Somebody was touching the money before everybody else. I mean, mean, definitely, you know, definitely a person that was touching the money before any of us were touching it. You know, I put that out there. Is this guy a politician, man? <laughs> hey, you never Definitely know, the guy man. You that never was know. touching the money. <laughs> you never know, man. You know, I might be running for, you know, president, you know, in, in, in you know, next year. You know, anything, you know. You got to be careful what I say. So your manager burned you. Okay. So your manager burned you. Now, 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 who, 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 who was the guy in the group? That was the 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 basically the the leader, uh, and I and I know I, I don't really like to say use the word leader, but there's always somebody who says who gathers the troops and say, okay, let's do it. Like this, this what y'all want to do? Okay, I'll speak on it. Who was the spokesperson for the group when the shit was going down? Um, it was it. I'll say it was me because I started hearing things, and at the time, like our um. Our road manager, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he had came to me and was like, yo, B, like, I just want to tell you, like, bro, like, you, you know, you, you're a really good dude, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't feel that it's right, what's going on. But he was like, yo, like, you'll be a fool. Well, no, no. I, I rewind it. He was like on some, like, yo, like. Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. You'll be a fool to think that your check and this person's check are the same. And who is this person? Man, you know what? Day 26 new project coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. This guy. Nah, man, you know what, man? Like, honestly, like, I'm, I'm never one to, like, crowd with spilled milk man you know what I'm saying like but things are better well, now I, I get you but I, it's the same thing with me though like I can respectfully respectfully say that I had a disagreement with rap a lot Jay Prince with my contract I left and things fell apart and then we came back together we fixed I can say his name 
You know what I'm saying? It ain't a, it ain't the boogeyman. It, it's no. not a ghost. No, this is a human being. It's a person. Yeah, so cool. I can say this is. I had yeah, a fallout cool. with yeah. this, and and we we patched it back up, and now you know we dogs again. And yes, it's sir. been like that for for years. You know. So look, man, in life, you preach your eulogy the way you live your life, and if you don't want people telling the truth about the stuff that you did, don't do it. Facts. So I have no problem with people saying if they feel like Willie D wronged them in any kind of way and they speak on it if I wrong them. I, what I have a problem with is the lies. Facts. If somebody lie. Facts. You try to lie on me, then we're going to have a problem. But if you say that's what it is, that's what it was, cool. Because I know one thing about me. I ain't going to fuck over nobody who didn't deserve to be fucked over. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? So if I get them, that's because they deserved it. And you know I'll speak on it. I'll stand on it. You know what, though? Man? I, see, see, like, I don't I don't work like that. Like, me, man, I don't want nothing more than what's meant for me. I'm the same way. When I, when I say fuck over somebody for clarity, I mean do them dirty. When I say do you dirty, you get what you get when you do me dirty. When you offend me, I ain't got nothing for you but mm-hmm. some pain. Like, you do me dirty, no, I ain't got I nothing you. for you but some pain, bro. I so I don't care what you say and how you say it or whatever. You get anything, man. Like, I don't care about your mama, your grandmama, your kids. I was, uh, I was nobody. on that. I everybody, was on everybody, that. everybody get the smoke. You know? I was on that. I promise yeah. you I was on that. Woo! I was on that. I was on that, man. Like... But man, me, me deciding to like come back to the group. Cause like, honestly, really and truly like me getting back in the group, that wasn't even like the plan, you know, um, at the time, man, like I just felt like there was so much coming down on me, you know what I'm saying? And I was like talking to God, like so much, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I talked to God like all day, every day, but like. At the time, man, like I just felt like I was so heavy with so much going on in my personal life and my in my like career, everything. Like I felt like I just need to like chill out, talk to God. And I did that. And I felt like God was telling me, like, yo, you trust me? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, God, I trust you. What's up? <laughs> you know? And um he was like, I need you to call. Make the phone call just to make things right not mm. not not like to get back in the group or anything like that just to make things right say what's on your mind because like mind you like i never actually spoke to anybody when when i exited the group i exited it with a instagram post and i blocked everybody what yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so so i i nobody i, I didn't talk to anybody uh, and um so, you know, I, you know, I, I spoke with them and I told them exactly the information that I found. I told them where it came from, showed them the proof, you know, obviously denial, you know what I'm saying? And that's cool. I got it off my chest, you know what I'm saying? And I felt, I felt so much lighter. I felt so much better after having those conversations. After that, man, like, you know opportunity came of us possibly getting back in the studio working on another project and uh we end up doing that we end up man we got an amazing album man like i can't wait for the world to hear it um 
Yeah, y'all reconnected in 22, right? Last year. Yes, sir. Guys yes, sir. Patched it back up. Yeah, yeah. The album is crazy. Um, I saw a photograph of you guys, too. Man, all y'all still look young and, you know, fresh. I guess black don't crack. <laughs> black don't crack. <laughs> Real talk, man. Y'all look like y'all could be a group that come out for the first time today. Man, if you hear this new project, you 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 would you would think so y'all this is a new is matching group. the look. Yo, the music is surpassing the look. Like what? the I'm not gonna lie, like this is I mean, my solo album is crazy too, but this this day twenty six album is crazy. Can you do me a favor, man? What's up, bro? So that song that you sung to get your spot. Well, it actually wouldn't it didn't really give you your spot, but it made everybody look at you like, Oh yeah, he gonna make it. He gonna be in the group. Oh, you talking about uh, end of the road? <laughs> man, when you pop that out on him, he's like, "Oh yeah, he in, he in." And, boy, and, and, and let me say this too: being a Houstonian myself, and I can speak for everybody else, we were so proud of you. I appreciate you. We was riding for you, boy. I, like, I, I appreciate. You, you know what's crazy, man? Yeah. I always say, man, like, yo, do Houston not rock with me or what, man? Because it's like, yo, I see. This artist, that artist, this artist, that artist, like, yo, I'm right in your backyard, yo. Like these these promoters are different, man. Different, yeah, yeah, they're different that, now. That's true, and I, I will say that the promoters are different, but the fans are different too. Many of the fans are different too, because I remember one time I was at a club called what was that huge club off of I ten. Hush, back in the day. Hush. Yo, Hush man, used to be my I was, son. <laughs> man, I was at Hush, and Lil Wayne is in concert. Lil Wayne is in concert. And it's one of those nights where they're charging $500 to park. I think I was there tonight. Yeah. I was there tonight. The, the city came out. Yeah, I was there tonight. And this is when Wayne was on fire, yeah. fire. Yeah. So it's like they're charging 500 to park, man. To park your car, anything else you had to park down the street. 500 to park. I'm standing outside with a basketball player, one of them pro basketball players and a few girls, and we out in the front. And I'm looking at, they got a VIP line, a super VIP line, <laughs> and general admission, general admission was a hundred dollars. The no. the VIP line was two fifty and the super VIP was a thousand. And all of the lines was filled. But for what? This place, you know, the capacity was three thousand. Mm -hmm. It was filled. And they everywhere. I mean people came out in their best. <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm like, look at this shit. I was hating on the code. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. I was like, I was like, look at this shit. I say, these motherfuckers wouldn't do this shit for us. And this girl said, oh, Willie D, we, we love you. We love to get on boys. We'll do this for y'all. I say, stop lying. She say, she say, we, we, we do love y'all. Y'all just got to give us some new music. I said, why do we have to keep on putting out new music to get this type of support? Maze ain't put out a damn record in two decades. And y'all still going to the to the concerts exactly. and, and filling up the arenas for Maze. Exactly. 
Why exactly. do we have to keep putting out new music? The Rolling Stones ain't put out a damn album in a hundred years. You two, uh, 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 Rolling Stones. Who Why else? do we have to continue to put out brand brand new music for y'all to appreciate us? Honestly, we don't support each other like everybody else support each other. And it's sad, you know what I'm saying? Us as black folks, like, we'd be so quick to... I mean, you know, get me wrong, like, like I love my people. Like, I absolutely love my people. But, like, we, we're so into these, these, these fads, like, cancer culture. And we're so into, oh, all it takes is the right person to say the wrong thing about you. And that person's followers. Because, you know... Um, DJ Envy and I, like years ago, you know, back when we first became a group, um, he and I had like a, you know, we bumped heads for 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 a split second. Yeah, how you bump heads with Envy? What, what, what you well, do? Well, well, it, it it wasn't just uh, DJ Envy. <laughs> it, it it was it, it was um, um, Miss J as well. You remember when Envy was over at uh, Hot ninety seven before mm. before he went to the, uh, to power? Um, they you know they were like you know basically like calling us, you know, gay 26. What? Yeah. I was like, yo, like, dude, you call us that one more time, it's going to be a problem. You know? And, you know, he, mind you, we're on air. This is the number one station in the entire country, let alone the world. You know what I'm saying? And you're calling us gay 26. You got to understand, bro. When you say stuff like that, you got people that follow and hang on to every single thing that you say. So, you become an influence to this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch how you handle me because just like you got kids, I got kids I got to take care of as well. You know what I'm saying? So, like, be just be mindful of the words that you that you put out there, especially you on the radio, bro. You on the radio. And he was like, you know what? I get it. I get it. My bad. So, why did he say he was saying it in the first place? Was he saying um, it just to be funny? Uh, he thought that, you know... He had some type of evidence. What's what's? No, I think that was a thing to to do. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we some we're an R and B singing group. Obviously, you know that, that's the thing that everybody want to say. Oh, he an R and B singer. Oh, he a little whatever, whatever. But um, I think I think Miss J had gotten offended because the group had we had been interviewed by them before, and. We had kind of went in there with a a, a yeah. plan, like okay. a, a a strategy. You know what I'm saying? Because we knew like Miss J was gonna go in, cause she go she she's to go in on everybody. So um, we were like, yo, we're just gonna go in there. We're gonna butter up. We're gonna be sweet. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully, you know what I'm saying that'll you know get us past the other stuff. And you know it did that first time, but like, it was weird. They made a request to interview us again, like three weeks later. And yo, they brought in a huge, like, no lie, sandwich had to be about 10 feet for Mike, for Big Mike. They brought in a, 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 a like a 12 foot long sandwich and they were going even harder with calling us gay 26, gay 26. And I was just like, yo. They said this while y'all, they, they wasn't saying that while y'all were there. Yeah. They, they called y'all yes. gay 26 while y'all were there? Yeah. That's why we almost, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was. I mean, you know, no Envy, disrespect man. to Envy. You got some explaining to yeah, do, bro. Nah, man, Come nah, on, nah, Envy, man. man. That was, yo, that was literally like 
almost 16 years ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, shout, I can't shout even shout imagine Envy saying something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I mean, like, you know what, though, man? Honestly, like, I, like, listen to them now, and, like, I even watch it on, on VH1 and, and, and uh, BET. Like, yo, like, the growth in him and Charlemagne is, like, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Because, like, yo, I remember, like, when we we did uh, Wendy Williams. And Wendy Williams was going in on a group as well. But she was like, well, you know what? I'm getting a little how you doing from everybody but Brian. And, you know, Charlemagne was cooled in. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, we had a problem. Well, they had a problem with Wendy Williams as well. So, you know, obviously, you know, that's home team. So if they, they got a problem, I got a problem too, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, that's just kind of how it went, man. But, like, the growth in both those guys are, like, night and day. Like, you can tell, like, they were young back then. And, like, to, like, see them now, it's like, wow. The growth is, like, uncanny. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who reached out to who to put the group back together? Well, I reached out to them just to talk, just to get it off my chest. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, this is not for me to get back in a group or anything like that. This is just, you know, I need to get this off my off my, my heart, off my soul, you know? And um, my, my play cousin, Amir, who I hadn't talked to in a while either, um, he caught wind of it. And he's a super successful songwriter. He's written for like August Alsina. TLC, a couple other people. Um, he reached out to Sean McMillan. Uh, Sean McMillan like writes all of August Alsina's music. Like every single song you've heard from August, Sean has written. Um, he reached out to Sean and was like, yo, I'm going to reach out to Brian and like try to see if he can get back. Well, if he'd be willing to get back in the group. And if so, like I want you to like put together a project for him. So we all got on the phone, we talked, we chopped it up. I was like, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll see what it's about, you know? And, um, obviously, you know, they started sending music and everything else like that. And I'm like, okay, you know, you some, some good music, you know, make you come back, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, we went out to Atlanta for a whole, m- how long we had that stuff? Like, like a month and a half. And, uh, we recorded the album, man. It's crazy. Like, Top to bottom, like crazy. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's pretty much how we got back together. You know, it wasn't it wasn't nothing like, you know, like you would have wanted it to be. Like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, party. You know, it, it was just like, yo, you know what? Like, I got this opportunity, and if y'all want to do it, it's here. And, you know, talking amongst the group, man, we all decided we were going to do it. Let me tell you how I remember Mason Road breaking up. <laughs> this is just from the, the whispers that I heard. I heard that everything was good until you guys got the contracts and then some of the guys, you know, had a problem with no. with the contract. No. Uh Everything was cool um, until some of us started realizing, like, yo, like, this cat not finna do nothing with us. We just gonna be sitting here wasting our lives away. Um, there was, what made y'all think that? Because y'all did. There was never any was contracts touring. that came. Y'all toured Yeah, and yeah, with Genuine, Jagged Edge, Avant, Joe Obama. Money? No. No. These were all, so these were all promotional dates? Uh. Yeah, for a whole entire tour. Like, we were just out there. 
<laughs> no real like crazy. Well, uh, I'm gonna tell you the truth, bro. I ain't really mad that y'all didn't get paid about that. I mean, I know. No, I, I mean that's. I know I'm not in your skin, and I didn't have to go through the, the experience. But I'm just saying, I'm not mad about a group who ain't sold no records, not getting paid on yeah, tour. Definitely, you know what I'm saying. So, definitely. so you know, you you went on tour, and after the tour, how long are you sitting on the shelf before you guys say, "Yo, no, this is not working"? About a year. You know, um, and there's no activity whatsoever. Man, we would rehearse about 16 hours a day, and not only did we rehearse there, like we recorded there at the studio. I lived in the studio at the time, like I had nowhere to go. Like I was living there, so like my my life, my everything. This was, was at Music World. Yes, my life was at that studio, and like all my clothes, everything. Um, and I remember like. I ended up getting a job. And but, uh, for clarification, when you say you lived at the studio, did you was that your like address? Yeah. I I slept in when, in, in, in the back room of the studio. Okay. You remember how Music World was, right? Yeah. All right. You go all the way back and there was a lounge right here in in the very, very back. Mm-hmm. And then there was a door in that lounge where she where she kept all the like Destiny's Child's like mm-hmm. uh touring stuff. I slept in that back room. Hmm. Miss Tina walked in on me one time. I was asleep. I had the blanket over my head. And she was like, oh, baby, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Man, Miss Tina, man, man, one of the nicest, man, you know her, man. Like, yeah. man, Miss Tina, one of the nicest souls on this earth, man. Yeah. She was like, baby, you been living back here? I was like, yes, ma'am. She was like, I got to go talk to Matthew. <laughs> and, and what um, became of that? Man, um... I remember, I remember going to ask Matthew at the time I had, I had like, I had like this little station wagon, you know what I'm saying? And I remember, uh, my water pump was broke on it. So I couldn't like go to work, nothing. And I went and asked Matthew for $78 that was going to pay for the water pump and the installation on it. Dude told me I ain't got it. Kind of, kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, kind of like, you ain't got it on you? Or you don't have it at all? He was like, I don't have it at all. And uh, I remember kind of like telling Miss Tina about it. And Miss Tina like literally reached in her wallet and like blessed me with $100 so I can get my car fixed. See, see that ain't the Matthew I know. So when that, <laughs> when that, when that went down... What Matthew what, you know? Because Matthew it? ain't got nothing okay. bad stuff to say about me. Go ahead. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> From my understanding. Okay, we're going to move on then, man. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. We yeah, can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. Now he, now he want to talk. No, no, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's talk about this. Man, my God, man. That's my dude, man. Like, like. <laughs> no, I'm just like. Was there something before that happened? No. Like, was there a personal vendetta? I mean, did no. you do something to no, offend sir. him? No, sir. Not at all. I was always respectful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like still to this day, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm still respectful, but like from my understanding, like, you know, um, you know, you know, people like run into him every once in a while that like know me, that he knows, that knows me. And he always has like, oh yeah. Brian, uh Brian got me a nice little check. Basically, like saying that like, yo, like Puff cut him a check so that I could be in the group. Talking about he still had me sign the paperwork. He didn't. I presented Puff with the 
release forms and everything. Yo, I got I got stories for days, bro. I got stories for days. I can tell you a whole lot of stuff, bro. A whole lot of stuff. Yeah, we don't want nothing. That, huh? Yeah, you might want to edit that out yeah. right there. Yeah, edit yeah, that we out. Don't yeah. talk about it no more. Yeah. 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 Man, I'm just saying, yeah. man. You know, like, <laughs> man, I hate it when brothers that I that I cut for, you know, bump heads, man. You know, you know? what? I don't. I, I'm. I'm yeah. I don't bump heads, man. I, I, I don't bump heads with nobody, bro. Like, if anybody got like, you bumped heads with envy. You said it. Yeah, but like, I'm the type of person <laughs> I can talk to you. Yeah. As a man, and you know fish through the you know the, the the bullshit and then you know get down to the whatever and then leave it at that you know what i'm saying we can either we can either squash it or just leave it alone you have you ever saying? reached out to matt to just try to get an understanding like you did with the group no because y'all got a lot of history no matter what y'all got a lot of history and i'm sure you don't hate matthew no and i'm I don't. sure matthew Not don't hate you no so no, i mean have, I hope y'all, you don't. have y'all ever like like have you ever tried to reach out yeah. I mean, I don't, I honestly, I have no problem with Matthew at all. Um, hell, I mean, he got a, he got a nice check. He go around telling people like, he even told my cousin Amir, like, you know, Amir was trying to write something for a, a, a group that he had at the time. Uh, they were called Blush. And um, he even told Amir like, yeah, <laughs> you know, Brian got me a nice check. Like, kind of like bragging, like. Really, bro? We doing this? How old are you? <laughs> we doing this? Okay. Do you still talk to the guys in the group? Uh, uh, for Mason Road? Yeah, Mason Road. Oh, yeah. All the time, man. You know, one of them was my little brother. So, uh, Vaughn. Uh, I still talk to him all the time. But um, talk to Steve all the time. So, I never knew you had a, a brother. Yeah, a brother yeah, yeah. Group. Yes, yes, sir. Um, and, and where is Vaughn? Vaughn, man. Vaughn is... Uh, if he ain't out in L.A. with jazz, like, he... He he, and 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 somewhere in the country of Texas with, with Jazz Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they call him the Gumbo Guy, the, the Gumbo Man. Mm-hmm. You know, man, like you know, Von Von has his own uh, his own food truck now. So like he's super successful. He stay in the country, built a house out there, and you know he just cooking and farming. That's all he's doing now. Mm. I mean, he's still putting out music as well through uh, YEMG, but. How many kids you got? Five. And what's that like? You know, like what's what's fatherhood like for you? What's a typical day in the life of you, Brian Angel, <laughs> Daddy? You wake up in the morning. You wake up in the morning. Man, you know you got five kids out there. Man, five kids. You wake up. Bam! I'm daddy, daddy. Yeah, man. You it's know, uh, my two youngest ones live with me. Um, man, a daily. Man, it would be, I wake up in the morning, cook breakfast, get them ready for school, drop them off, drop my girl off at work, come home, get the house situated or whatever. That's if I'm if, if I'm not working, you know what I'm saying? You know, get the house situated, you know what I'm saying? Make sure their lunch is cooked so when they get home, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty domesticated, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty domesticated. Oh, man, the manosphere <laughs> going to eat you up for that. Huh? The manosphere. You, if you're Why you say that? The manosphere. Huh? No. What's, what's that? What's that? The manosphere. That's uh, a group of uh, well, not just a group, but um, people that are. Uh, it's a, well, actually a group of uh, people uh, who are 
bloggers, hosts, uh, mm. writers who basically uh, talk about the significance of the man and how important the role is for a man <sighs> and how you know women should be uh, submissive. Uh, they hear this, they coming for you. <laughs> like what? that dude domesticated. See, that's what's wrong. No, man. Like I feel like I feel like I feel like you be cooking, man. What you cook? Man, I cook everything, man. Like I can cook, cook though. I don't like. I don't just like. I don't just. Cook, what you huh? cook for breakfast? Uh, this morning I made uh some turkey sausage, uh some scrambled eggs, hash browns, and um. Some waffles, yeah. So you feel like what when the manosphere come at you and say, "Man, what you doing cooking? That's your woman job." I mean, y'all y'all niggas living under a, in the Stone Age. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you can't like really like you know. I, I mean, we this 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 twenty twenty three. You know what I'm saying? Like you you got that mindset, but like brother, you you need to pray. <laughs> but you know, it's a lot of things happening in 2023 that is got the world off its axis and it really got our community in a jam. So I don't know if you can just really just attribute the change uh, of, 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 of gender roles to just, oh, this is 2023. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're evolving in, a, in the right direction just because it's 2023. I mean, I mean, you're right. But I'll say this, there's nothing wrong with, like, I feel like, I feel like a relationship, like, especially in like a, like a family dynamics, like it should be all hands in, you know, all hands on deck. You know what I'm saying? Like, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like do what you got to do to make sure that your household runs properly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that, um, when a person has that mindset, they don't really think like that. Like, cause like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can go out, hunt, bring home the meat, whatever, whatever. But like, are you, are you really like happy with just sitting back and just chilling while your wife is doing this and doing that? Like, like me, I have no problem with helping out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like when you're in a relationship, like, that's supposed to be your helpmate. You know what I'm saying? That's like meaning like you help each other. You know what I'm saying? Like anything else, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't understand. Your wife. So does she... <laughs> I got to ask these questions. When something pop up in my head, man, I just got to say it, man, because I know a lot of people probably thinking the same thing. Uh, so, but does your wife, like, because she does work, and when you're not working, you're at home, she's out working, and you're at home taking care of the house, does she come in and uh, does she have the final say-so? Hell no. Like, we don't, we don't operate like that. Like, do you have time to say so? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. 
Somebody got to have a financial yes, interest. Yes, I do, but I don't try to run my household like that. Like, like I'm like, what do you, how do you feel? How does this make you feel? You know what I'm saying? Like, that way, like, I do it that way so that everybody's happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like so to speak, it's, it's not all about me. It's not, it's not all about, like, my wishes. It's not all about, like, what makes me happy. Like, does this make you comfortable? Does this make you feel any type of way? Like, I, like, that's the type of person I am. Like, I, I need to know, like, I need to know what's on your mind, what's on your heart. And if it doesn't make you feel totally 100%, like, comfortable or confident, okay, let's try to find, like, another alternative. Or let's, let's try to figure out to where both you and I are happy. What do you think about the people out there who say that, you know, alpha male, beta male, what do you, what, I mean, what do you think about those titles? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect nobody, man. Uh, but I think it's, I think it's ignorant. I think it's a stone age way of, uh, of thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't believe in the the whole alpha male, the beta male. Like I'm, I I am the alpha male in my home. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I am, I am a male. I'm an alpha male when I step out my house. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I mean, you gonna see it, you gonna feel it. I, like when I walk past you, you gonna ain't no ain't no second guessing. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like I have to go around like talking about it or. Yeah, man, you know, if things ain't running my way, then there's no way at all. Like that's that's no that's no way to like be. I don't know. I don't know. That's no way to be if you ask me. I think you're all right, man, because at the end of the day, I do believe that the best way for someone to operate within a relationship is to do what makes them sleep well. You know, like if it makes you sleep well to acquiesce to your woman's demands then that's what you do <laughs> come on Willie come on Willie <laughs> no bro it's no, no, it's, no, no, it's, I'm just it, messing it, I'm, I'm messing with you man. I'm messing with you I'm messing with you you know really 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 but in all in all in all sincerity I really think that I really think that when people find something that works for them that's all that really matters when you find something that works for you, that's what matters. Because, you know, like people don't I can talk all the stuff that I want to, but I don't have to wake up and smell this woman's morning breath. I don't have to worry about how she's budgeting the money. I don't have to you know, worry about how she's teaching and training and coaching my kids and counseling my kids. I don't have to worry about how she represents herself when she walks out of the door and how she represents me. I don't have to worry about any of those things. So I don't put that much stock into how people run their relationships because as long as it works for them, that's really all that matters. I know people who have these uh, antiquated ideas about how relationships should go. And some have these new wave ideas about how relationships could go, should go. And those people are unhappy. Very. Right? So Very. 
sometimes you know it's, it's the, the guy you got the guy he's you know he's he's this he's alpha you got, you got this guy he's beta you got this woman she's submissive you got this woman she's aggressive but at the end of the day Yo. it boils down to what works for you and yours they don't make and you know what's crazy man they don't make women how they used to either though <laughs> They don't, man. Like women, like, like, I, I mean, I'll say this. Women used to be so soft and so like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Like women used to be like loving. Women are like savages now. You know what I'm saying? I think you I think that's why I, I hold on to my soul. I think you are treading on thin ice. So I need to shut up. No, not shut up, but I think it needs to be more directed towards a specific type of woman because all women are not made like that. It's Majority like saying, of the women nowadays. I hear, but I just, I, I just despise generalizations just for the simple fact that sometimes you hear women saying the same thing about men. Oh, these men today, hell, I'm a man. What are you talking about me too? My own <laughs> sister be talking that shit. My sister be like, men today, I just don't understand. These these guys today, man, I, they're just, these guys today are just losers. They, they don't want anything. They're lazy. They want they, they want to be kept. And, and I'm like, I'm a man. Hey, hey, I'm over here. I'm a man. Like, you not. I know you're not talking about me. And I understand what she means. I know she's not talking about me. But when she verbalizes, she she includes me when she, she, she speaks on these things. She's talking about men. She's talking about me. So I think it's important for us to be specific, specific about, you know, the criticism that, that we levy towards okay. a particular group. I say this. Group, right? I say this. Ladies, it's okay to be soft. It's okay to be um, the woman that you envision yourself as a child, if that makes any sense. Uh. Like, you know, like being like, you know, having the having the family and, ha you, you know, women have that when they're, you know, when, when they're growing up, you know what I'm saying? And fellas, it's okay to like love one woman. It's okay to be with just one woman. You know what I'm saying? Like... I think I think that's where we got it messed up at. I, I think that I think that is enough blame to go around. It's not one group that's out of pocket. It's not one gender that's out of pocket. Um, it takes two to tango. Facts. And so there's enough blame to go around. But look, man, we can complain all day. But after we complain, you got to do something about it. Facts. You know, that's what grown folks do. Facts. You know, kids are just complain, 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 but they, they're not solution oriented. Grown folks are solution oriented. So we can complain, but after we complain, we do something about it because I can tell you that I do know a number of women who were taught to be uh, aggressive, to be uh, self-sufficient and independent because they saw their mothers and grandmothers being abandoned for the other woman uh, or for the streets. They saw, they, they saw men die, their grandfathers die without a will or without uh, an insurance policy. I get it. And they don't want to be in that same position. Not definitely. So I cannot fault them for that. But what I do 
is I can hold all of us accountable for falling for the banana in the tailpipe where we're not working as a cohesive unit. Because at the end of the day, we can lose a lot of battles, but we cannot lose the gender war. We have fought and won a lot of wars, but we cannot win a gender war. We can't survive. No, you can't. Not without a woman. None of us. Not without a woman. Can survive. A woman can't survive without a man. We can't survive without each other. No. It's impossible. Anybody that's preaching that is an uncivilized mutt. (laughs) (laughs) We can't survive without each other. We we, we were made for each other. Yes, sir. We were made for each other. Men were made for women. Women were made for men. Now. I don't give a damn. Uh, I said I'm, I'm just saying. I said it. I said it. I meant it. I said it. I meant it. I'm here to represent it. I cannot, I, I cannot be canceled. I said it. I meant it. I'm here to represent it. And I'll say it on stage at, in, 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 at, at NRG Stadium in front of 70,000 people. I get on TV and broadcast it internationally. Men were made for women. Women were made for men. And that's the way it is. Ain't nothing going to change that. You can go out there and act like however you want to act and you can do whatever you want to do. But that's what it is. And until somebody show me different, that's what I'm standing on. You know what? You you talking about that, like, like, especially with everything that's going on right now with, you know, how do you feel about the 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 uh, do you feel that it's a an agenda being pushed off right now? Absolutely. It's an agenda. Okay. That, that, I, I wouldn't, that I wouldn't absolutely is an agenda. And, and, and even the people that's, even the people that benefits from the agenda know what the truth is, but they can't say it out loud. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, white folks knowing that white privilege is, is real. Yeah. But they can't say it out loud because then they'd have to do something about it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We no, know, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> we know we know what it Damn. is. You know, <laughs> Nigga, you know. <laughs> yeah. We 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 know we know what it is. And man, you know, hey, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll be all right. Hopefully our babies will be all right, you know. Man. You know, hopefully we can leave this world in a better place than what we found it. Man, that's what I pray about, man. I pray so much, like, for my children, man. Like, especially, like, the way things are. Like, man, I pray I pray that, like, I can... I talk to God all the time. Like, I want to stay here as long as possible just to make sure that my children are on their way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and headed in the right direction. This world is so, like... Just even from when, when from from when I, I was growing up, man, like this world is so different, man, like so different. Like, you know, I don't I, I don't smoke or nothing like that. I eat edibles. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what I do is, man, I'll eat an edible and I'll watch like old school TV. Uh, TV, like that's why I'm like I'm a huge fan of Tubi because. They got all the old school. Yeah, they got all the old school <laughs> are, are shows. Movies improving, man. Yeah, you, you know what, man? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You honestly, must have got a financial injection somewhere. I don't know, man. But like, Tubi is Tubi's dope, man. But like, 
I watch like old school old school shows like like Different Strokes and That's My Mama and um uh shoot what's happening good times it, yeah good time man like 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 that's 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 a TV that I watched as a kid with my grandparents you know what I'm saying like to me cuz like that's when you know what I'm saying like life was life you know what I'm saying like this right here I mean I just feel like now we live in a a a a, a day and age where everything is a race everything is a race everything is a race but like I get high I eat my edibles and I watch my old school TV because it just reminds me of times where life was simpler. Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. Life was a whole lot simpler. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Brian Angel. Thank you, man. Thank you for stopping by. Man, thank you for having me, brother. Thank you. 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 No more talk. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.